There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Evolve with Jack and Susanna. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Jack? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm good. We just said that we need to lighten up a bit here. Uh, We have a very serious uh, energy today, so... (laughs) Like all days. Yeah, (laughs) like all days. It's so easy, though, to take life too seriously. Mm, That's very true. I feel like everything is achievements and goal settings and money oriented what can you do to have some fun mm, I don't know we're trying to figure that out if you have any good advice to us please let us new, know <laughs> newborn baby here and what do we do as parents yeah mm. and sex is not an option yet I need to heal more in my bitch age <laughs> yeah unfortunately that's off the table <laughs> so all you get is a crying baby <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's what you get after having sex <laughs> Jack. This is the result of a good this sex. This is the result of some fun holiday sex. Mm, perfect. Today, at least, we are on it for our part two of uh, Lily's arrival to the labor story. And uh, this is definitely a more challenging episode to record, mm. I feel at least. Yeah. The, the labor story was a very good one and what happened next was hell <laughs> it was literally hell yeah. which really I think took it out of both of us um, for sure so where do we start? start well start with the evening after the labor what happened so after Lily was born after we had our Swedish uh, cheese on bread like a tree. cheese sandwich Jack okay <laughs> Cheese on bread. I'm like, it's a sandwich. It's a cheese sandwich. Okay, cheese sandwich. We went up to the BB hotel and we was like, okay, we're going to finally get some rest after what was an extremely long day. It was like 12 p.m. And suddenly this, this, this midwife came in. She had quite aggressive energy. She was just like kind of flipping Lily around, like checking her out and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We was a bit confused. Like I was kind of, okay, this is a bit aggressive, but... Mm-hmm. We didn't really think too much of it. This was literally as just said. as we got in, mm. like so. It was kind of it's this weird atmosphere. There was this strange atmosphere. I remember feeling a bit like, "Oh, this doesn't feel that nice." Mm. There were two ladies in the room, and they both were trying to shake, and we didn't understand what they were shaking. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they were trying to uh, see Lily's breathing rhythm, uh, and they didn't say anything to us. They were just running around with her and we obviously we three hours ago from that moment we got our daughter and we had just gone through labor so it, we honestly it was a horrible feeling it was really horrible it was like what are you doing to our baby they She's didn't handle it well at all no they were super stressed they, they could have just said to us like i mean we no matter what you're going to be stressed out but giving us some information would have been quite helpful very helpful so the next thing you know they're checking her breathing and they're saying, okay, that the oxygen levels are quite low. It was 62 uh, and it's supposed to be 95 yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite low. I don't think I understood. No, we what didn't know. They didn't say what point. it was supposed to be. No. They just said her oxygen is 62. She needs to go into the emergency room. Yeah. So she went into this emergency room. The doctors came in. And from the like, intensive care. Yeah, from the intensive care. 
uh, and we, we were just sitting there like in absolute shock. shock like we were just like what the hell is going on like you've kind of come out of this surreal experience of labour to go into this like panic around these midwives and the everyone was speaking Swedish as well and I personally had no idea what was going on you heard a little bit I assume but they you was just in tears so. they did not say a lot I was just in shock and tears because they were obviously taking Lily and putting her up on this little table um, to examine her and see and first there was this there was a, a woman and a man and uh, both first the, the woman tried to get mm. help with like oxygen mask on her to get some oxygen into her body but it didn't work um, and then the guy came the other doctor and he was also trying and within just a few seconds a few minutes they were like okay she needs to go to intensive care now yeah and it was just like well what what do you mean yeah. well, why does she need intensive care what are you doing with her uh, and it just feels like for me at least I felt why are you now outside of me why is it not working like you were safe inside of me and now I've released you from my body and you're not safe out in the world uh, so I felt so helpless and I remember thinking just it's just surreal I couldn't grip at all and as you said I was just crying and crying and sitting there like half naked you know after labor in these like panties that you get those huge panties as you are bleeding afterwards uh, and this, like, I don't know, hospital clothes. It's like a gown. And blood. I don't know. I just felt really confused. I, I felt like I was present, but just lost as well. Yeah. Like, is this yeah. my life? What's happening? Yeah, definitely. And so, so the doctor, the intensive care doctor came up. He ordered the, it's like a little cubicle thing for the to babies to go in. She went in there, and the next thing you know, we're going down to intensive care. And again, no one at this point really explained to us what was going on. And I, I, I'm a little bit begrudged by this still when I speak about it, because if they were clear to us from the beginning, it would have been a lot easier. But, I mean, I, I say a lot easier. It would have been easier. Mm. Um, so we went down to this intensive care unit. And, I mean, now we're getting on to about 1 a.m., half one the 22nd of March 22nd of March we're abs- both absolutely shattered I mean particularly you who had just given birth and we'd been what we woken up at like 6 in the morning no I woke up 3, three morning in the morning before oh I've been up for 24 hours <laughs> Jesus Christ and giving birth and obviously my blood sugar was shooting in heights as well yeah. I had 16 in blood sugar yeah. normally it's between like 4 and 8 yeah so I was not feeling well at all so we're sitting on this bed as they're like working on her, they're putting different things on her. And again, they're not saying much. I mean, no, they're, just point, they're just working their way through it. And you've got all these machines attached to her. You see the heartbeat and you're just like, what the flipping hell is going on? And we're just sitting there devastated. I don't even remember them putting in the, the, the respirator. Or the no, chair. I don't. I don't. I think we were out. I think we were both out of it. We didn't have any idea what was going on. And then the next we didn't thing, barely see her. No, they were just all standing around. They were all just surrounded her. around this cute, and we're just sitting on this bed, just like not really being spoken to. Not at all. Just shaking and crying. Yeah, that was it. Um, and, and then the next thing they say is, "Do you, do one of you want to hold her towards the chest?" Mm. Because basically, again, we didn't, they didn't explain why, but they what this does is sometimes when babies come close to the chest then and they get that skin to skin contact their oxygen levels go up and i mean you were two in bits at that point to hold lily no i was scared i was so scared i said to you you hold Mm. her i can't hold her Mm. Uh, um which made me also feel i'm i suck at being a mom i can't even hold my own baby after she has arrived Mm. but it felt so overwhelming and you were so much more grounded than me and it's just yeah, I couldn't handle her coming up on my chest with me storming and crying. Yeah, yeah. It was awful thinking back to. So she she went on my chest for a little while, but it didn't. I think it, it first brought her oxygen levels up, but then it went back down. Mm. So she went back in this this she incubator. She had a respirator then. Yeah, I think she, I think she did. She already they put it in straight away, I think, because they were trying for it with this smaller oxygen mask. 
Yeah. But it wasn't effective enough. And so you need to get the most powerful mm. oxygen and they turn, they ramp up the levels of oxygen, they ramp up the, um, the how much oxygen is getting pumped mm. in. It's a lot. Um, it was a hell of a lot. And so he's kind of just lying on this bed. I think you managed to... I fell asleep. I was fell asleep mad. for an hour, which you had to do because, mm. I mean... No, I told Your you. body was out of it, not just your mental, like, yeah. mind, but the body... And I was kind of trying to sleep. I just, I remember I was just like kind of opening my eyes and I kept seeing like these sounds, these noises, mm. um, Machines like the, the doctors around her and I'm just waiting for someone to tell me. Like I didn't want to fall asleep in case something happened. Mm. And I was waiting for this moment, someone to say to me that she, she's stable, she's okay. Like we just got to kind of keep on track for enough. Nothing. 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 So they were very poor at communicating. They were poor. And that is a horrible situation to be. Imagine it's our first time becoming parents. It's the first time going through labor. This is our daughter. We have just seen her and now she's taking away from us. Yeah. And sitting there helpless, half naked on a bed. Just like no one communicating with us. No one at all. So. And obviously we can respect it now. I might, I feel like I understand that they were just doing their work. They were so focused and all they were thinking about was helping, really. Not thinking about us as parents, what we need. Yeah. And that's not their job. (laughs) I mean... I know, I wish it, but it's... You can see in the way they work. Yeah, yeah, I guess. At that point, at least, the doctors. So, we kind of get up in the morning again. You had about an hour, like, I... Barely like slept at all. It's early morning now. So it's like really four, early morning. Five o'clock. And I think we kind of just said we have to go up. We have to get some food. And we have to get some sort of sleep. So I think we made the decision to to, to go upstairs for the first time, mm. um, which was really hard because yeah, I remember horrible. we sat there eating uh, breakfast, mm. and we were just like, "This is a weirdest thing. Our baby's downstairs." in this incubator, on her own, mm. with all these things attached, attached to, her. to her, and we're up here eating breakfast, and we could see other people walking around this BB with hotel baby. with their babies, and we were just, like, devastated. Mm. And... No, it was horrible. And it actually got to the point on that day where, because your blood sugar had been so up and down, up and down, and you were so exhausted... I don't know if you remember, you had to go on the, the wheelchair. But that was not that day. Or was it not that day? It was... No, that was Monday. Was that Monday? Mm, it was uh, after with the the next thing. Was it? Was was it? Mm, it was oh, okay. Okay, I got a confused about that. Yeah, no, that was later. Oh, okay. You see, all the events during this You've week are so videos, yeah. are so mixed up. But yes, that's later on in the okay, week. Okay. Okay. But we, I don't, we didn't manage to get any sleep. Not particularly. Like, and we weren't out for long. It's hard when you feel like we need to go and eat and, and rest a little bit, like, and try to digest what we've been through. Yeah. But the moment you leave your baby, like, the moment we left Lily, it was like... Awful. I, I felt guilt. And I, was yeah, like, I need to be really with her. She can't be on her own. And if anything happens, uh, where are we then? Yeah. And I think, okay, so I, I think I remember when we went down, we, we felt a little bit better. Um... Because we had kind of refreshed, we had eaten, and we had kind of seen her, and it seemed a bit calmer. Yes, um, and she had all the machines now. And clear. then the, the staff said to us, "We're going now," um, because they're the morning staff. The next staff are coming in. They were great, and they were amazing. And this this one lady called Monica, um, who this, this is why I'm annoyed at the, the first crew, because she said to us, "She went, look, this isn't this isn't uh, too unusual." Um, it's nothing to worry about because she is getting she is getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, "Don't don't panic about it." Like, it, mainly it's not unusual. It's, it's all fine, um, and that was just like one of the most relieving things because she was the first person to say who spoke to us. It, it, who spoke to us like and actually cared about our mental well being. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was still some worries about them doing X rays on, on her lungs. Think is her lungs too small? Mm-hmm. That, that actually ended up not being the case. Um, they, and they kind of, she kind of explained as well that it can happen when the baby, literally what happened is that the baby coming from a water environment out in the air environment, sometimes the lungs and the body doesn't understand that it's time to change. Yeah. 
it's a lot that needs to be working for a baby when it actually is leaving the womb. More mm. than you think. It hasn't been using its lungs. It might have been practicing a little bit in the belly, but it's all been uh, water and oxygen through the navel or the umbilical cord. Exactly. Um, so Lily was obviously breathing, but she might have swallowed a lot of water. It seemed like she swallowed a lot of water in the transition out of my womb. And therefore, she had a lot of carbon dioxide in her blood, which is really dangerous and not Very good at dangerous, all. Yeah. And what they say was 80% of the breathing in the beginning was by the machine, so they really maxed it on. Yeah. It was, when you think about it now that she's laying here in, our, in my lap and she's breathing on her own. Yeah. It's quite remarkable. Oh, absolutely. And so she, she had these, obviously, with the respirator stuff, she's ended up on antibiotics, which was a killer for us who really don't like antibiotics. Don't like antibiotics. We never take uh, any kind of, normally don't take any medicine ourselves mm. unless like exceptional circumstances. And mm. now we've got doctors telling us she needs to go on antibiotics. We thought, our oh, poor little belly Girl. and uh, like her. Mm. Yeah. And it, they didn't know if she had an infection. Yeah, it was just for... But they do if it was security. Yeah, reason. which What's you saying? understand because... On one hand, yes, they're at very high risk of disease maybe at mm. the start. But on the other hand, it's like they, just to kind of give a spoiler, they continued her on. Mm. Even after times you think she really doesn't need it. She doesn't anymore. need the antibiotics. But they just carried on mm. and we had no choice in the matter. Mm. And for us then, as you said, who don't are strong believers of antibiotics, who really are careful with it, mm. it, it, it was a practice of letting go. Yeah. And, and thinking about... It's okay. Lily will survive and be exactly. fine. So it, I, it, it started to get better. I think even like the, the, the next day, day was the in- first day was intense, mm-hmm. but she was stable. Mm-hmm. And that was then, the main thing. And that was the main thing. Oh, and really? we were starting to get to hold her more, mm-hmm. put her on our like our chest, and have. I that didn't have her when she had the respirator. Not then. Okay. Maybe in the evening. I think Not you in did the beginning one of one. the day. Yeah, in the evening maybe you, you actually finally kind of got that skin to skin contact first yeah. time with a mother for uh, like 24 hours really yeah. which is painful to mm-hmm. say the least but then the next day I mean even though it's feeling dreadful and I think we've both just so kind of mentally scarred by it she was increasing and we were being able to hold her and you could see they were turning down the oxygen levels and she was able to, to breathe a bit more on her own. So really wanted to be 95. And she was actually getting to that point now of 95. Mm. And it was just a matter of them slowly turning down how much assistance she needed with mm. the oxygen. And how much she could keep up herself. Mm. And, I mean, to be honest, I was getting a little bit impatient. I think at this point when that she was... was in the evening when you were getting impatient. Yeah. Because she, okay, she was okay. And, and but they were slow in turning it down. They were very... Of course they are. Jack. Yeah, except this one lady who was amazing. She was like, I know Lily can do it. So she was just coming over and she was like ramping down the, the oxygen levels, seeing if she <laughs> could make it, which was very helpful because I think otherwise we'd be in there another bloody day mm. um, if she hadn't done that. But yeah, slowly but surely she got out the, the respirator. Yeah, that was during the night. Yeah. Between Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Because I was asleep. That was like... Uh, but the night between Friday and Saturday, I was gone, you know. Yeah. And also to say, the moment Lil was out, all I wanted to do was to get my milk into her body. Yeah. Because they were obviously attaching a tube to her to give her more food. You need a lot of food if you go through a trauma like this as a newborn baby. And I didn't at all want to give any formula, but obviously had to surrender to that as well. Yeah, formula. Well, yeah. uh, and I remember pumping breast milk and... It was so tiny amount of breast milk, but that raw milk in the beginning is crucial for the baby and the, the health. Yeah. And we had to take a little like injection. Uh, how? What do you call it? You know that you put in the uh, mouth instead. A um, syringe. A syringe. Okay. Is that you? Uh, so you drip literally in yeah. a little bit of the raw milk on her in her mouth. You're smiling because Jack, by accident, after Susanna here, me, I had pumped for twenty minutes. And such a small amount of milk came out of my titties. Jack dropped it all out. <laughs> I didn't drop it all out. Like, they got me to do it, which I have no idea why, because it's such precious milk. Formula fi- fine, but this, this breast milk is like the golden milk. 
And I, I really gently pushed this syringe and suddenly it just went and just squirted it all out everywhere. And I felt so guilty because then I was like, I literally just pumped that for 20 minutes and just spilled it everywhere. And there was nothing um, to There was barely anything there. Yeah. So that was another um, mm. point. But, yeah. Anyway, to move forward. To move forward. It started to get better. She slowly started to come off this machine. She went from the respirator to like the, the kind of air up her nose tube yeah and then oxygen from air up to her nose they, they finally took it off and yeah and that's the 23rd that they were finally able to take yeah uh, take so it off so the now we're taking it fast like in fast paced but when you are in this specific oh situation yeah. every single day every hour is like a week yeah there's so yeah. many things happening within the days and obviously we're overwhelmed with emotions because we have so much love for this newborn baby girl that's ours like but we can't hold her or take care of her which is devastating and you see her with all these things attached and they were also talking about straight away that we have to help out as parents to tube feed her and like who thinks about the fact that you have to learn how to tube feed a baby yeah. and you have to feed your baby on a schedule every second hour and the amount of food a newborn needs isn't this much but as she's going through this specific event she needed a lot of food mm. um, so both that we gave the formula through the issue but also had to uh, give the breast milk eventually then because he actually I, I was blessed with the fact that the breast milk came very quickly already the second day it was mm. enough for her to get to get more breast milk uh, okay. which felt so good yeah. yeah so i mean as you say uh, it, it's easy to say it into like words now but them mm. two days were, were hell mm. absolute hell lack of sleep emotional all over the place just wanted to be out of there and eventually we did we went saturday out saturday the it was like the best day ever we went up with her we was waiting thinking monday we're gonna get out maybe oh. tomorrow we're gonna get out yeah i remember um, you said tomorrow maybe yeah, we can go tomorrow, home tomorrow we can go sunday home. like please like, i need to get out of this bloody hospital and see some day i mean you didn't see any day no. i think <laughs> neither of us saw light or air and it was just you was trapped in this hotel with crappy food well oh. and luckily your parents absolutely were our saviors and mm and brought food every single day home-cooked food which I, I can't we wouldn't have I don't know how you would have done without your parents who literally were, were God sends um. very blessed for their help there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So we're celebrating like we're with her. We ha- I remember we slept t- together like as in like we were both on our separate beds, but we were kind of holding the linen. She was in the middle. She mm-hmm. slept well. We had this you know this great night. Um, and and then midwife started to come in because when you are at the BB place, the obviously after labor part, 
midwives and assistant nurses they come in regularly yeah with her sorry with Lily they wanted to check her oxygen and her heart rhythm yeah and temperature every third hour and she was smashing it every time oxygen level she was ramping up to the 95s 96 97 (laughs) which may mean nothing to you but to us like oh my god the best yeah like you yeah that's our baby yeah she can breathe (laughs) yeah and she has really good oxytocin level no oxygen level (laughs) oxytocin is different anyway what we uh, yeah what the midwives then said i know she said on saturday just as i noticed that she looks a little bit yellow and we were like um okay and then we did we didn't do anything because she had a little bit of yellow face or yellow color in her face yeah and i remember you saying to me like this is a very normal thing like, yeah babies get yellow um when they and not out. to worry about it because I assume someone said that to you or you looked it up yeah um, and I know a lot of children that gets it regularly exactly it's so, so, so a we very kind of just, thing. We, we just left it like we kind of thought well no it'll either just go down or it's not going to be a problem mm. Mm. <laughs> that was the next roller coaster in this uh, even worse than the oxygen it was worse like because now we had finally got to leave the intensive care and finally got to be together a little bit as a family and then saturday it was saturday right the 23rd the events went so quick was it the 24th i can't remember to be honest it might have been the 24th to be honest it probably was i think the 23rd kind it of was the 24th they noticed hmm. no it was the 23rd they noticed okay it doesn't matter too much but yeah anyway they noticed that the yellowness had started to come and it rapidly increased we mean like in four hours she went from having a little bit to boom super yellow so she was so slow and she was so tired and exhausted and for us we had like seen her with the the care obviously the intensive care and then taking her off all these stuff they didn't take off the antibiotics Mm -hmm. Uh, but they took off the tube and everything and we started breastfeeding that day and then she got so bad. So tired. She was out of it. Mm, she didn't even respond. Like to nothing. She, didn't, she was just sleeping. Like and so the like they checked her levels and they said, "Wow, okay, it's pretty high." I can't remember what her first reading was. I think um, it was three hundred and three hundred fifty or something. It was, was quite it? High. Okay. no. It was uh, it was above. Yeah, I mean, 380 because like, yeah, they, they put on treatment straight away. Well, exactly. So it's 380, and we had to go on this blue light treatment. UV it's, light. It's UV light. God, this was one of the worst. But this treatment. was the first evening, and they said have it for four hours, then yeah. you come back to the intensive care, and they will check your levels again. Yeah. So we stayed, you sat with her for four hours constantly. On like, this massive blue light, which really hurts your eyes. It's not comfortable for anyone. It's. it's no, not for a baby and not for the partner. Yeah. And obviously we wanted to have Lily close to us. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because she's laying on my titty. Hmm. So it makes me relaxed. Anyway, we had the treatment then for four hours and went down to the intensive care. And... It had gone up. It had increased rapidly. Still increased. Mm. Which was not normal um not with treatment not with treatment so they they were a bit worried at this point mm. um actually I remember you can see that, that they specific doctor mm. yeah because they had just checked her out from the intensive care and now they saw that she was so yeah. ill and they saw that she was yellow yeah uh so we were officially coming back <laughs> so it was straight away that was sunday checking yeah. in again to the intensive care um during that night it was from the we got more treatment mm. so from having just one lamp or two lamps yeah. up in our room somebody shed four lamps um, yeah and that just sucked you know well I mean and it didn't get any better even when she had four lamps I think it kind of about stayed the same so every fourth hour they checked the level yeah. again and obviously this means a lot of blood tests for Lily and it's horrible to see your child getting pricked so many times. All the time. She had like bruises on her feet, on her fingers. They pricked her in her head. 
like they try to get blood through the blood veins in the head and, and, and to say the doctor had come into us this was when we was in the room so we reversed a little bit mm. as she had the treatment that doctor he came up to us and he was like he basically scared the absolute shit out of us because no. he said it's not normal for this to increase this rapidly no, and he basically insinuated because this isn't normal we, we don't know the cause like mm. this could be anything from you know your blood not matching I her know. blood type so right, all these, like, I forgot that yeah I think that's an important part because wow. that goes into your head like this is seriously like this is bad mm. he's scared the shit out yeah of us. if this treatment doesn't work then like we have to work serious. quickly so when, when it didn't work we were panicking so we had these four lamps on her and we were waiting this whole night, basically. Mm. I remember we... It kind of stayed the same. And they said, okay, let's check in like eight hours next in the morning. Mm. Um, so we slept in like next to her. And, and they told us also there in the morning that it wasn't the blood group. So they had looked up that we both were A+, which is good and, mm. um, and safe. Yeah. Uh, so there were some different reasons. One of the biggest reasons for the babies to turn yellow and why you have a high level of uh, bilirubin it's due to the liver. It can't um, process the. Um, um, it's it's in the process of. <laughs> it doesn't matter too much why it happened. Anyone who's interested, go research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> We're not doctors, and we talk too much about this these bilirubin levels. Yeah, I, d- I don't. We don't want to go into yeah. it again. But it's it's yeah. If it's not the liver, then it can also be like, does she have any type of autoimmune disease? Is she not able to process this at all? And they were already from the beginning saying the option about a blood transfusion yeah. because they saw that it was. Uh, it was it in was, dangerous it was, levels. It was in and, dangerous if, level. and if this stays in dangerous levels, you can get some things like brain damage, mm, scary, you know, death. That was scaring you ahead of a lot. And. So we woke up this next morning and we was really hoping it had gone down. And I remember getting like getting these test results. Like, do you really get like exams back? Mm-hmm. And you're about to open the letter and you're about to get these results. And how nervous you feel and how disappointed you are when you don't get the result you expected. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, we didn't get what we hoped for. It had actually increased. A it had increased, bit. It even had though increased, she had four lamps. Even though she had four lamps on her. So it meant that the, the treatment wasn't working at all. You know, yeah. she couldn't process any of the bilirubin she had been under extreme amount of treatments compared to normal what yeah. a baby is one lamp is enough normally yeah and she was laying there she was barely like moving she was eating again through a tube and yeah and this this is monday yeah and was this the time when you was like complete because it was one time that was, is the monday the monday when that, was i was just, breaking apart yeah I, I i was like i'm giving up I, yeah we can't do this we had some real meltdown moments. Again, mm-hmm. like when we tell this story, I don't think the emotion that we was feeling, we were both just devastated. And mm-hmm. I was, we were at this point, I like, you was breaking down. I had nothing to say because I was like, I, I don't know what to say. I can't keep the hope up if, if every time you think she's better, it, it they goes They take wrong. it away from us. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where you was, like, you was even in a, like a, yeah, wheelchair just because you were so, so exhausted. You hadn't eaten. Your blood sugar was all over the place. Breast still. pumping for hours. Breast pumping for hours I can't explain hours. how much breast pumping I've done. And for anyone who have done any type of breastfeeding or breast pumping, it's exhausting. Mm. And I wanted so badly to give all the nutrition through the tube. And when you have a baby at intensive care who needs every second, uh, or sometimes, luckily, every third hour... When are you supposed to get the milk out? You have to sit and feed her with the tube for like one hour. Then you have to run up to pump more milk. Then down again. And then up and down. There's no space for for any type of just a, a deep breath in between that. I remember just running in between and going to the elevator so many times between the floors. And thinking, who the hell am I? Mm. What, what am I doing? Why is this my life? And it, it's also an out-of-body experience. It is. You you lose who you are as a person. Like mm-hmm. everything goes out. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's unbelievably surreal. I, I, that experience just it was scarring in a mm-hmm. sense, and I can still say it was probably scarred us both. Mm-hmm. Like you you kind of kind of letting it go, but you probably haven't at the same time what you go through at that point. So in that morning, they say to her she she needs a blunt transfusion. 
and this is quite a complicated procedure um, mm. it's not it's not easy but this is what she's going to have to do and so we're just like, for the afternoon yeah they're ordering it for the afternoon so we, we were just again devastated we were absolutely devastated she had to get <laughs> blood transfusion this basically means she gets 80% of her blood out exchange. of her body and exchange for someone else's blood I don't like that idea I don't like that either for a newborn yeah. who's just had a respirator and had antibiotics yeah. and all yeah. this treatment and now new blood like. no. so this is where it started to, oh, to honestly just to go back I understand that this is really like our egotistic opinion because the blood transfusion normally has very effective results, which they said as well. Yeah, it does have effective and results. And it's more than we felt the task. But it is a complicated procedure. It is, because you yeah. go in through the umbilical cord, the yeah. little part that's left, and Lilith wasn't, it was like disappearing. Yeah. And it was loosening up. So, or her navel was coming yeah, yeah. together. So, we, I remember. So you you was upstairs and this is where you finally was getting some rest. So we, you finally was up in bed, mm. and I I think I ended up going down to just check on her. Mm. Imagine that we haven't slept for days now. Yeah, this is this is awful. We, we couldn't sleep for sleeping. days. Yeah. We were up with her the whole night, yeah. and again from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Days and nights didn't exist. They you, didn't. You just up. You were up twenty four like, seven all the time. Mm. So I go down, and then suddenly this lady who like one of the nurses like, and they all got to know us at this point it was all like they they really care for the babies I have to mm. give them that all these nurses they really genuinely want you out of there and they want the best for they you and the babies so and they work very very hard so I come down and I was looking at her and this nurse goes to me it's gone down and I was like I was in shock I said like what and she's like, like it's gone down and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I can remember the emotions. I've been in tears come to me now because I just started like crying. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, and it, it had gone down from like in the 400s all the way down to like 380. So this was a huge come down. Just in four hours. And just in four hours. Not even that because they checked her a bit earlier. And I was like, I have to run up and tell Susanna. So I run up the elevator and into the room and I think he was on the phone to your dad. I no, like, I was in the shower. No, 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 that was the second time. The first time he was on the phone to your dad. Awesome. Promise you, he was in the bed. Promise you. It, that was another time. Was that the second time yeah. then? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, so running in, and yeah, it was like, Susanna, it's gone down. And we both were just in you tears. You was on the phone to your dad. He was just like, oh my God, like it's gone down. It, it was just one of the best, mm. most relieving. Surreal surreal experiences ever like I was so so happy and it had gone then it afterwards we got another test it had gone down again that's when I was in the shower and that was when you was in the shower it's like so it's gone down it's gone down to like 320 I think at that point so it had gone down a hell of a lot yeah. like a lot so we're like celebrating and they said, well, you, you can come up, you can go up with her now and just get this, uh, go on to this. So imagine Monday, you have a morning where they tell you she needs a blood transfusion and it's now. She's really in a bad stage. This is damaging. To just a few hours later, they say you're able to take her up. Like emotional shifts you have to go through and adapting in your mind that, oh my God, she's, she might die or she might be brain, brain damaged to... She's fine. We can take her up. Of course, continue the treatment. The, that that loop is awful. Yeah. It, like yeah, you can't grip. I remember you coming up the second time when I was in the shower, and you were obviously in tears again and so happy. And I just said, "I'm, I'm so happy, but I, I can't cry or numb, small. Yeah. I smile. I'm just numb, Jack. I can't feel any emotions. Yeah. Uh, I'm so afraid that they will, the day. When I say day, but that." anything will take her away from us again or that we have to go through any type of thing again this loop of exactly. thinking that she won't survive yeah so Monday but, afternoon we got her up yeah so they end up saying to us you can yeah you can you can, you can now go up with her I think you was a bit unsure about that I was very was scared like, mm. no it was in the evening they said you can take yeah, her yeah it, it was in the mm, evening sorry so so like 10 o'clock or something yeah 10 o'clock we took her up um, the next check was at the AM, like six something AM. I think mm, the next day. On Tuesday. So we had her under this these two UV lights again, which are, again are awful. Like mm. I can't even explain. I can't stand them because mm. you just can't see anything. And we just had one. This is so uncomfortable. 
Did we? First, first night time. we just had the one lamp. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course we did. Of course we did. So we had this one lamp on. And, and this is where I was skeptical. And suddenly it's gone back up. Mm. And they were shocked as well. They were shocked and they were just like, What's we have happening? no explanation for this. We have no idea why this is going up. Oh, no. And we were just like in bits again. I mean, we we're just devastated. And this particular nurse, because he was waiting for these results for ages, and this, we kept buzzing this nurse to come in, like, tell us, tell us, tell us. I know. She was like, I'm waiting for the doctor. And she finally just came in, she was like, look. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but it's gone up. Mm. And we were just... Bursting out again. Again, in bits. So we had to get the two lights on her. And tube again. Tube again. Mm. um, And just go through that emotional ordeal. I was just hoping and praying it goes down. Uh, to be honest, after you've been in intensive care and you have them putting on lamps and they keep track of her rhythm and everything, when you take all of that away, I mean the heart rhythm and the uh, oxygen level, <clears throat> and you finally get to be on your own with the, your baby, with Lily, in our room, still continue the UV lamp treatment in the room, uh, it's scary. I felt really scared that we were not observing her enough. And, mm. And I told them, I can't do it. I'm having too much stuff going on with my own body, my my diabetes. Mm. Remember, I just gave birth, you know. My vagina is hurting. Like, I peeing and pooing and all those normal stuff. There was no room for that. Um, so I just, yeah, obviously they need to have the intensive care and the spots for more emergency cases. And they said that once her level had gone down a little bit, that it was... It was more important that someone else got the spot, of course. But I, I didn't yeah. want to go back to the intensive care. I can tell you that. Yeah. So it was like a fear of them saying no. She needs to go in again. Anyway, so, Tuesday. So we had these. So after we'd gone back up, we had to get them two lights, and we had to stay with her the whole day, the whole night. Mm-hmm. Until Wednesday. Until Wednesday, and I mean it's all she, she, she can't sleep with this big light on her like her eyes hurt like mm-hmm. and it's very hard to keep her under there all the time but anyway so we so we had we did it the whole night and got the next results and these were positive mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they, they were, were positive they they dropped this right down Wednesday what day did we go home Thursday okay yeah so was it Oh, you have to explain. I can't remember. I think we continued the one day. This is the hard part, you know. It's We have luckily recorded everything by video too, so we can go back and look at the videos. Because the days turn into one. You, it's very hard to... All I know is that it, it, it dropped down, um, which is fantastic news. We were so happy. But then I thought the next time it dropped down... The doctor said to us, we can go home. Was that Thursday then? Did we go home Thursday? We went home Thursday. Okay. Seven days. Thursday morning, we got checked again. They said, it's still down um, and you can go home. Mm. And we were shocked. And remember that it wasn't down a lot. They said that the trend is at least going down now. So she should be fine Mm. and you don't need four lamps and let's try one day without. But come back tomorrow morning for a new check. So Friday the 29th of March, Mm. come back. Uh, And I remember when we, like when he said, the doctor who said to us that we could go home. He was the same doctor who was there in the emergency room when she got ill the week before. And he was obviously like, you're fine. Now you can go home. And I was like, are you really sure? Like, is this a good thing? I felt like I doubted the fact that he said you you can go now, mm. because it, the events have turned had turned so quickly, you know, from one day to another. To yeah, you know what I mean. But that afternoon when we did come home and we were out for our first like walk together as a family, still felt so worried, and I kept on saying, "I think she's more yellow again. I think she's yellow. Uh, I don't want to worry." But obviously we'll see tomorrow on the blood result with the new blood test. Um, and again, were... the emotional part is really hard to explain afterwards. We know both of us as we've been through it. And what we've shared together is a journey by itself. 
it's the worst thing that can happen to anyone I think to the fear of losing your child or losing a child is just well it's something you don't think about like it's not something you had prepared a hell of a lot for labour mm-hmm. which went swimmingly well and you you were so healthy you ate good food exercised you, you couldn't have gone for it more perfectly than you did and then suddenly she was not well she was not well not by any fault of anyone it was just what it was it just is and I felt it's so such bad it's a shocker and... it's real mm-hmm. shock it's like well this can actually happen to you and it's going back to the saying you know when it, people say you don't ever think it's actually going to happen to you mm-hmm. when you see you read about things when you mm-hmm. listen about people's stories and you think oh god that was a bit hellish but it wouldn't happen to me but it really can mm-hmm. and I think it really humbles you to the fact like once that baby is out like it is all by no means over like there is potentially things you still have to go through mm. and if not just be be very yeah, grateful. very grateful if you get to come home with your baby is asap with no antibiotics no respirators or no light treatments and blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. Um, but imagine that everything that you have to go through as well as first-time parents everything from the first nappy change to you know, taking care of your baby, putting on clothes, whatever it is, all those moments that you kind of imagined before, you don't have that. Um, it's it's all okay. about does the baby survive? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been. It's been really hard. Yeah. And I'm I'm so happy that she's well, but it feels like it's another life. It feels like it's a past life experience now when we were here, sitting in the sofa with her, I'm just like, was it you all along that, that really went through that? She is an incredible person. And I'm so proud of her, Lily, for having that strength. Like, don't underestimate a little newborn. They are stronger than you think. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so that's it. So that was part two of, of our labour story, which wasn't what anyone expected but it happened mm. and how do you feel now about the fact that she's yeah that she made it through everything what did you feel when you were in it were when... you doubting that she would survive yeah I think it was a mixture of doubts uh, hope but doubting and you, I, I think I got to the point of you know I try to be this kind of rock for you because um I was breaking down. You was breaking down. But even me, I think at points, just lost it. I was just like, I have no idea mm. if she is going to be okay, if I'm honest. Like, I, I have no idea anymore. And I've kind of, I've, I've given up on the fact she definitely will be. Mm. It's more like she might be, which isn't a nice feeling at mm. all. Yeah, I mean, even coming, even now, I know that that week really, for both of us, like, proper sucker punch us like of energy of emotional turmoil and i think it's still affecting me now if i, if it I think definitely about affects it, us like it just completely knocked us off us off track like mm. i didn't meditate really at all um my eating was just completely off my sleep was off, off. like everything was just completely off mm. like it was but then at the same time and that's not what you imagine baby. when you're having a newborn everyone no. talks about this baby bubble that you have yeah, maybe we have a little bit of a big bubble now, but not really. I feel like it was kind of taken away from us mm. as the experience was all about surviving. And there's still a really big part of me that feels a bit afraid all the time if there's anything. As I said to you one afternoon when she was sleeping, I was like, uh, is she well? Is she ill? The fact that I can't relax and just trust that she's fine, it's... Yeah, I understand that you have this feeling probably a lot as a parent, but I think it's even deeper after our experience. So I really need to work on that, being able to trust that she's fine and well. Mm-hmm. But to end the episode, when we went back on the after check, the Friday, the 29th of March, to see her bilirubin levels, the, yeah, it was a positive result. It was amazing to hear that she, after one day without treatment, had... Got dropped there. again so then they stopped checking her bilirubin and yeah I think they're gonna check in maybe a week or something 
the shake of the four weeks oh, if they see that he's yellow oh, or if there's anything. Yeah. And, but she looks well. Perfect. Mm. But again, thank you for listening to our second part of the labour story. If you've had any experiences like this, then please share with us or let us know. It's, um, it helps to express about it. I think that's, mm. that's the main point. I feel a bit ice cold though. I just have to say it. As I'm not crying or anything, and during that week I've cried more than I've done in my whole life. Wow, yeah. But it's it's really, I think, there's a part of me blocking to feel all the emotions that was in this week. This is like the events only. Yeah. But I agree with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And uh, Jack, I love you. I love you too. Mm. I'm very happy you were there with me and you are the partner that I have in this life to go through events like this thank you mm. back to you. thank you okay. ending the episode now hey doll hey do. take care bye bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.